Hey, hey, and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks Podcast. It is Mother's Day, and I am joined by two mothers of a different stripe, or mothers from, or brothers from a different mother. You can just say mothers. Well, you can even use the F word, because we're not regulated by the FCC. That's true. We could, we could get away with that. It is a low energy day. <laughs> uh, Brian's pissed at everybody because we watched the wrong Star Wars Shit. thing. So uh, we'll try to muddle yeah. through this as best we can. First of all, the Keeper of the Inner Sanctum. The acoustics are all off because Keith rearranged the entire store. I did. It's going to be... The contrarian, the sometimes ruinator, the numbers guy. Keith of Keith's Comics. Keith, how are you? Uh, yeah, that sums it up. Uh... We're feeling our old geekdom today. And of course, the man who's always wrong and with a hole in several of his collections, the Clown Prince of Collection. <laughs> well, I thought he was going somewhere else with The me. dirty old and geek the and the pictures <laughs> guy. Brian, he's one. Brian, how are you? You know, I gotta tell you, I every time, every week, we watch these movies, and I, I find a line <clears throat> in the movies, and I think, okay, this is the one I'm going to whip out on land. And you can't remember and it. And I can't remember it. Because it's been two weeks or whatever. No, because it was yesterday. Oh, okay. Because fucking yesterday. Then, then you are. And I rehearsed it like five, six times, so I'd remember it. So, fell asleep. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, you, you could just, like, literally put t- put in your phone and hit record. I mean, play, and then... That there you, you go. Yeah. There you go. Tech Modern technology is useful. Even though Keith's phone runs on fucking yeah, Flintstone's feet. It, yeah. do, it does what it has to do. <laughs> it does that. Okay, we're yeah, we're gonna set the record here. I'm of course the world's oldest kid sidekick. My name is Lance. I am the words guy, and there again, I'm I'm in Brian's camp. There was a line from a movie that one of the movies we watched that I can't remember. It is it's Mother's Day. Mother is the name for God and lips of children everywhere because it it deserves to be said again. And welcome to another issue. Brian, do you have any non-Mother's Day related news for us today? Wow. Uh, it down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is doing pretty well. Okay. It's not, uh, it did not open as well as number two, but they're, um, they're more attributing that to, I think, superhero burnout, which I, I think is going to happen. I don't. We, we've been predicting this for the last two years that it, it's it's going to go the way of the Western. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so. I think so. There was, I guess, a little hullabaloo over uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and the Venom movie being released on uh, Disney before Ant-Man Quantumania. Uh, because they thought that uh, you should have your release from your own company before you go with other companies. Though you know, own either Sony. Both of those other movies are going to make a trillion dollars or whatever. Yeah, but they're... This came out a lot longer ago. Yeah. So I... <laughs> yeah. And I think I want to see Woody Harrelson as, as Carnage. I think I do. Uh, I don't know about that, but I think I do. They keep backpedaling on the whole uh, Ray Star Wars thing with uh, 
she's looking for Jedi, but it's not really her story. And because the her rea- the reaction at Star Wars Celebration was not great. I mean, it wasn't great when they brought her out, which I think is is shitty. Uh, a because as an actress, she did a good job. B they were shit movies, but I don't think it was her fault. She was responsible. Yeah, it was, did, she was she wasn't the writer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And again, I, 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 I think that things could be done with the character, and I think as an actor, she would have fun with things that could be done with as the character. If you didn't make her a Mary Sue, I think as an actor, it would be boring to play that character. But yeah, now they're kind of... And so we'll see if they're even going to get made. Because it seems like the, the Star Wars people completely uh, F that up. And cancel anything. But you're a Star Wars person, aren't you? No, the Star Wars people in charge of doing Star oh, Wars. Okay, yeah, they cancel. Yeah, drop of a hat. Yeah, they don't. Kathleen Kennedy, Felony uh, and Favreau, away. yeah, are, are doing well. Uh, we do have a couple of deaths that, unfortunately, we do need to talk about. For those for men of a certain age, I'm just going to throw this one out <laughs> because I think it has to be because uh, as a teenage boy, we all lusted after her. I don't uh, think we all. Did. At, yes, we did. We did, and that was uh, Nurse Bobby Spencer from General Hospital, uh, Luke's sister, uh, actress Jackie Zeman. She was a crush of, during the Luke and Laura era of General Hospital. She was dating Rick Springfield on the show. Yeah, she was was a hottie. Oh, I wish that I had Jesse's girl. (laughs) General Hospital. General Hospital. I like how he song styled that. Hospital. Don't mean to laugh at. She died at seventy. And then the other one, we'll uh, we'll send him sailing on on Lake Kichigumi. I don't think it was Lake Kichigumi. If you're going where you think you're going on this, is it is it uh, the big lake they call Kichigumi? Okay, help me out here. We need we need this on video. <laughs> Lance looks like a dog with a weird noise. Yeah, on the big lake they call Kichigumi. Okay, who are you going with on this one here? Gordon Lightfoot. And the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, but I thought that was like a Lake Ontario or something like that. It's Lake Superior. Where are we getting Superior, Luke? she said, never gives up her dead. <laughs> when the gales of November come calling. Um, no, on the, the, the big lake they call Gitchigumi. It's the fucking words to the song. Really? I, 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 I know um, Lake Gitchigumi was in the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which is a fantastic fucking, one of the greatest storytelling songs of all time. <laughs> and there's a, I actually just read it this this morning, the, there's a, a, a verse in it where it's the, the, the sailor's church rang, the bell rang 29 yes. times. And the sailor's church rang 30 times when he died. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down of the big lake they call Gitchigumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up a dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. Oh, my God. You know what? I I, I always thought the Edmund Fitzgerald was a ship that, that uh, sank, like, a long time ago. It was, no, it was. I, I had like, a relative on that ship. Are you kidding? Really? No, no. 
my dad's cousin was on that ship. When it went down? Yeah. Jesus. You're like one of those people who should be in the documentary. Why? Because I know nothing <laughs> about it. My dad didn't tell me much about it. He told me about when the song was on that, like, yeah, we had someone. Oh, I can't think of his name either. Oh, jeez. Uh, you know what? I got aunts and uncles. I can talk to them. Yeah, it's just when I finally learned the words to the song, which I don't think I learned as a teenager, uh, except for the big lick they call Kachiguri. <laughs> Grabbed it and it never let go. No, but uh, when they talk about yeah, the boring shit of uh, concluding sometimes with a couple steel firms, and she left fully loaded for Cleveland. You're like, you, you just took all the mystery out of it, you, Gordon. You just sucked the mystery out of the Edmund Fitzgerald for me. Yeah, because it was like in the fifties or the sixties, wasn't it? Seventies, I believe. Oh, okay. It was I, a I, huge maybe it. I don't know. He doesn't say. He talks about the. <laughs> he doesn't say when it went down. On 4th of November, in 1969, on the big lake they call Gumi. <laughs> man. Gumi. I can't believe you didn't pick up Gumi. I think we have a new nickname for uh, Brian. <laughs> oh, man. And then it was, uh, Gordon, it's been nice to know you. Another lyric from the song, you know. Because that's when the chef comes on deck. In the morning, he says, fellas, it's too rough to feed you. At 7 a.m., when the main hatchway gave in, he came and said, fellas, it's been good to know you. Because he knew. Cookie knew he was going down with the ship. We should have skipped the news segment. <laughs> I just had you. It was November 10th, 1975. 1975! We should have skipped the news segment and just had you sing the song. <laughs> We need to get your rendition of this song down in recorded format in some capacity. Oh, that'd be because I think it would be incredibly entertaining. That'd be the new ringtone I'd have for you. Yes, and so we went out and we did Star Wars trivia. We did not do well uh, last Tuesday. That's news. We did not do well. Well, I mean, we still came in like ninth <laughs> out of eight teams. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we gambled it all. At we the gambled end. it all and like lost. We're in Vegas, and we were we were so close. <laughs> oh yeah, because the, the winning team didn't miss a question. They yeah, six, they did. They, they did 600 not. Six hundred points or something. They had. Uh, they were just uh, losers. Yeah, they were losers. They were winners at Star Wars, but losers in life. <laughs> what are the, uh, you know what? I will give up not knowing Darth Vader said that for pussy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say this is this is one of those. Comic the insult dog, you yes. know, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was funny. But we did have uh, Dr. Rich, who came up with the name for our team, Ahsoka, the, uh, Ahsoka D's Nuts. <laughs> Between us, yeah. I said, Ahsoka's, you're nuts. And he goes, oh, no, it's Ahsoka D's Nuts. D's Nuts. And then, and went, then him screaming yeah, it yeah. at the end like, of Like the... three or four times the oh. whole thing. Every time he came to a break where they gave a score, you get, Ahsoka D's Nuts! <laughs> yeah, and he would stand up. He'd stand up and... And, and do like the, the DX crotch up. Yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry I missed this. Next time this happens, I need to see this. Yes. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, uh, but a moment of silence for Jackie Zeman and Gordon Lightfoot. All right, so for this week's edition of 
the world famous, and I have the data to prove it, three old geeks top three list, gentlemen, with 15 minutes on the timer. What three universes would you like to see expanded and see different aspects of a la Star Wars Visions? And go! Okay, so the first one to me is going to be uh, one that I gave as an example uh, earlier. Uh, and that is, that. but when I gave it, I liked it. I was like, And that was the Doctor Who's Companions. One of the things they did in the uh, David Tennant run uh, that I thought was really successful is that they showed that when Doctor Who touches your life, things don't go well. It doesn't end well for people who run into the Doctor. And it's, it's um, there's a, a whole episode dedicated to Linda, <laughs> which is called Gods and Monsters. Uh, and, it, and it shows these people who've all been, who've all seen the Doctor and they get together and they're trying it's to like prove a support that the group? Doctor, it's like yes. A, it's like a UFO yes. sighting group. Yeah. Yes. And it's a, a, a day without, uh, a day without Jeff Lynn is like a day without sunshine. And they form an ELO cover band. It's just the funniest, cutest little episode. It's a Doctor Who light episode written by Stephen Moffat. But I, I like the thought of people who've been touched by the doc. What happens to right. them? And so I think that that would be an interesting, if not anthology kind of thing, would just be interesting. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I, uh, not, I'm way more shallow and silly than you. Uh, <laughs> My, my number three is, and I was more specific about it, but you could do general universe of Speed Racer. I, I like that. I actually want to see Rex's story. You want to see the, the Racer. You want to see the Speed Racer the story pulled from yeah, Racer was, Rex's. Yeah, and the spy stuff he he did, and I think it's a whole different story than Speed who just went to race. Or you could expand and do different teams and stuff too. The the car acrobatic car team. acrobatic team. Yeah, it's just snake oiler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would love to have seen Racer X. I love the Racer X uh, episodes the most. Yeah, yeah, and I think you could do something with his background of what happened after he left the family and why they think he's yes. dead. And I just think he'd be he's much more interested in Speed. Speed had a cooler car. Racer X is a bad the cooler ass story. Character. He, he yeah. is definitely yeah. a better ass. So that's what I'd like to see. Cool. I like that. When you when I saw this topic, the first thing that leapt to mind, and it was, it was I think they did two limited runs on it or whatever, and I, d- I doubt they'll ever do it again or whatever. I doubt they'll even publish it ever again, is the Amalgam Universe. Oh, yes. God, I love that. That is my absolute favorite. Yes. In comics, could, that is my favorite. They could come up with a whole universe. And they did so many interesting, like, they had Super Soldier, and it was Superman and Captain America, and they had Dark Claw, and it was Batman and Wolverine, the the, the mashup and stuff like that. Amazon was Storm and, and Wonder Woman and stuff like that. And then... Could you imagine a mashup of Rocket Raccoon and Nort? There's a good one. Yeah. I was trying to think of a one off the top of my yeah, head yeah. that would be, like, a good mashup or whatever, yeah. but, it's, but it was just... They did so many interesting things, and they have this. E- both of them have these enormous. Except they can't get along. Exactly, they have these enormous universes where you could do like all the minor villains. You could do a mashup of like I don't know, Purple Man and Psycho Pirate or something like that, yes. or you know, yes. or, uh, uh, I would love to see that. You know, and 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 get like a. You know, it was always like, you know, it was like a 12-run limited series, and it was like you, you saw like the one little portion of this, and it would be like, oh, reference, you know, yes, like the old yeah. Marvel references, like, oh, reference JLX, you know, number two for this one. Well, I want to see JLX number yeah. two or whatever, you know. Uh, it was Cat's Eye and 
I can't remember the other one, and it was it was, uh, but it was drawn by Scott McDaniel, uh, and it was the riddle was the Kingpin Riddler, was the and they fight their way through Arkham Asylum. Yeah. It was just amazing, uh, or uh, it was like uh, Bullets and Bracelet drawn by yeah, Gary yeah, Frank, yeah, yep. uh, Wonder Woman and the Punisher. Yeah, and then there was, um, like, the mashup was, like, um, for JLX was, like, Professor Xavier and, like, Martian Manhunter. Yes. I was like, yeah, yeah. how fucking cool yes. is that, you know? No, they could they could do so much. I, I wish they'd just come out with the animated Just League versus Avengers. Yeah. Oh. Bruce Tim style? Yep, absolutely. And do the story. The, yeah, the yeah, story yeah. that the they did. The there, yeah. Yeah, uh, was so well yeah, done. Yeah, you, you literally could use Perez's panels for the storyboard and yeah. just take it from there. It's, just it would do be perfect. It like they did New Frontier, basically. They covered everyone in every... Yeah. Uh, it was just so But well the done. Amalgam, I didn't even think of that. That's Amalgam. Genius. Oh, that's... Yeah, brilliant. I love that. I love that. Uh, number two for me. I'm going to go horror here, and I'm going to lance horror. this. Horror. It's a cheesy... I don't know that it's even a great movie, uh, but I love it, and I watch it on Halloween or, or Halloween time, uh, and that's Thirteen Ghosts, and it's uh, the Thirteen that's Ghosts popping up in my feed lately. Yeah, uh, that they they trap, and uh, I would love to see the story of each of the Thirteen Ghosts because it's interesting. Yeah, there's supposed to be like a, supposedly a backstory to each one of yes. the ghosts or something like. Yes, that. and you get a little bit of it, but you don't get uh, the story, and and for some of them and how they turn out, it's really cool. And then slash uh, the Kolshak universe, not just not just because he's uh, he's the weirdness magnet. Everything happens around yes, him. Yes, but there's there's stories to every one of these characters where they come from, and and uh, there was a vampire one that just it was written. It was a written one. Oh, you know what? It wasn't Kolshak. It was Kolshak esque in that Stephen King wrote it. Okay. Uh, You're not thinking Salem's Lot, are you? No. No, it was a short story. Oh, okay. And it's the guy's chasing him, and he's a Kolshak. It's Kolshak, yeah. but it's not called that. Yeah. But uh, he's in a bathroom, and there's all this, and he sees in the mirror the stream of blood in the urinal. And it's the vampire pissing. And you never, you don't ever think of that, yeah. but that's what he can see. Yeah. And he's watching this, and he can't see the vampire, and then he feels the hand on his shoulder. And stop following me. And then I just... Wow. Yeah, there's, but there's stories to that that would have been so cool in the Shack universe. Yeah. Bigger that, than... That's one of the first things I thought of, but I couldn't think of where you could go with that. But yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, my number two... Um, I don't know why I started watching SG-1 again. I'm like... What about oh. the other way teams? They, they never cover anyone else but these four guys. It's like other guys are going off, and you could do a whole thing where you know people you could kill people in other ones, but you could do a whole they're going to different. Planets. You could almost do an anthology, yeah. and you could have this this away team, yeah, yeah, in this part of the universe, and yeah. then you know they they all get killed at the end, and then yeah. you know. You could yeah, do because they touch upon them every now and then. Hey, they, we met up with SC fourteen here, and that's about it. That's all you get out of it. I, I thought you could do so much cool stuff, and I wish they would have because, you know, it started dragging at one point during SG one oh. season forty nine or whatever it was. It's like, oh, we're finding Oriah. What the hell? They're godlike creatures. It's like okay, now it's like just kept on building too much. 
What do you got? All right. Uh, and this is probably because we've been watching some kind of modern takes on it with the Doctor or Detective D series. We've been t- doing, uh, seeing all these modern takes on Chinese mythology and Chinese demons. And, was, and, and maybe I'm going to the bucket too many times. Kung Fu. I was the, Jack Burton was the outsider yeah. in Big Trouble. I want to see the inside story. Like, oh, well, you oh, know, when, when, every time they go, oh no, it's Chinese mythology. You wouldn't understand. I want to understand that. Yeah. So I, again, if you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson decides he's going to do his take on this or whatever, I hope, and I, I even mentioned this in one of the reviews or something like that. I hope they take a little of Detective D and they use some of these cool designs with the demon head with the baby screaming in the middle of his forehead and the and the the, the giant ball of tentacles and the the crazy guy with the eyes and his muscles sinews and stuff like that I I really would like to see the the uh, I'd like to see the egg in uh Lopan story yeah oh that would even that oh. would be cool too yeah and lead where egg went from there and and how you know because they were they they made reference to it they never expand upon it that's what I want you to never know. could beat me egg yeah, yeah exactly yeah so I thought but no yours is Cool. Yeah, DV, diving into that sort of mythology would be cool. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And wow. then mine, my number one is going to be uh, stupid in that uh, I never get enough of these two universes, which is the Star Trek and Star Wars universe, no matter where you want to fucking go with them. I, I can't get enough. I'm, I'm always into either one of those. I was thinking about those, and, and, and the, like... I am not a big enough Star Trek fan where, like, I, I couldn't tell you, like, but, but like, just watching Strange New Worlds, it was bringing me back to, like, like uh, Hemmer was the sub-race of the Andorians. He, they were, uh-huh. like, he was, yeah. like, the Azir or something like that. I don't know that much about the Andorans. I don't know that much about the Tellurites. You know, there's all these ra- races that are kind of standards in that have become in, like, Star Trek. I'd like to see a story about, like, well, here's the here's all about the Tellurites, and this is why they're the, 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 so argumentative or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Andorians, they do a great in uh, uh, Enterprise. They do a whole thing, and the guy who plays the guy, you know, and I can't think of his name, but you know who he is, yeah. and he's fucking great. And he plays like the intelligence. They're very warlike. And so he's the intelligence guy, and how they win each other's trust, and it it's just... Uh, it's an intense storyline that you would enjoy. Well, right, and then like even like they touched on it with um, Tales of the Jedi or whatever with Ahsoka's I don't know what race she is or whatever, yeah. but they kind of say it's kind of pastoral, and you know they're kind of almost still hunter gatherers and stuff like that. So you kind of get a a touch on that that culture and stuff like that, or the the I mean, and I've been raving about it since you know it, it premiered, but the the, the the culture building it did on the Sand People. I thought that was yes. fucking outstanding. I love yeah. to. I love to learn. You know, like I love to have a, another run of just the Stand People story or something. Well, and like we've that. talked about it a hundred times. Going into the the underworld and the criminal under the mobs yeah. Yeah. Uh, would just be fucking cool. Yeah, the Pikes um, and the the was it Red Dawn and all. But this. just for me, uh, you know, you get in, you watch Apollo thirteen, and the heroes of that movie are the engineers. Yeah, and the geeks, uh, Star Trek. How did they get the Enterprise? How yeah. did they come up with the next? What's the what's the you know they they make reference the phaser is the basic technology yes. of all of everything that we do. Where that come from? Yes, yeah. uh, that would be cool. So there's a lot in there to still explore, uh, and I'm up for all of it. Don't, uh, 
<laughs> you're looking the at me Ronald like, McDonald universe. I would like to know I more of Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah. Where know? did Grimace That's, come from? No, the Hamburglar. What did he, did he end up in jail ever? Did he do hard time? Was he working out in the yard? <laughs> did he get to keep the mask? All these things are important. No. <laughs> no, was, that was my. <laughs> that would be so much cooler. Hamburglar making somebody his bitch. Take his belt. <laughs> <and> <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're his bitch now. <laughs> Rubble, rubble. <laughs> what the fuck is Grimace? <laughs> He's cooking monsters. Uh, you know what? That that just came out of my head. Oh, is uh, horrible. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lance mine because I have two couple. Uh, I should lance the previous one because with the SG one, I would have liked to seen more of the hunters of supernatural. All the different hunters. Oh. Yes, they never really dealt. I mean, they touch every pine, once in a while. You get a guest, yeah. And, and yeah, but there's so many other ones you could have done. The one that I um I thought they were going to do that with is the one that so, so focused on like Bobby being kind of like the headquarters. Yeah, yeah. And they, then they would, they would call in. Oh, I'm yeah. the cover for the FBI, yeah. or I'm this guy's yeah. boss, or whatever. And they could have had the whole network. Yeah. And, and I thought that was a missed opportunity. Said so let's have a Leviathan. That's great. Um. <laughs> And the other one, I would like to see. I'd like to see more of the gangs from Warriors. Oh, ooh, that's a good you know, one. You know, before uh, they they get the big gathering, what's going on? Who's warring with who? You could have a really cool. Leading that's up actually, to that. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. a really good idea. So that'd be a really great cool. little like Netflix series. Yeah. yeah, that would make a nifty like yeah. Netflix series. Yeah, or even the follow up. What happens after this? Because now the cops are in the city. Yeah, so I mean, I think Ah! I think that's a universe that could be delved into some. Yes, and that would be fun. It would be a '70s throwback, and the amount of fucking places you could go with that. So, yep. Lance's thinking. You see his eyes. Well, no, because well, mine. I'm going to Lance my mine just because I I was trying to skip the low hanging fruit type of thing. But since you went to low hanging fruit, of course you have to. You almost have to. Um. So, uh, the 1980s Flash Gordon. Yes. Yes. I grew up with the cartoon Flash Gordon from uh, uh-huh. Filmation Studios. And they really delved into, oh, Phrygia is the, uh, the, the iced continent or the whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, Arborea is the, the forest. And then there's the, you know, they only really went to Arborea. They were there for 20 minutes. And then they went to the the floating city, of the Hawkbed, and yeah. they were there for twenty minutes. And you didn't get to really delve into. No, you see some, some background characters, and uh, yeah, you didn't I, have Thune or anything like that. Yeah, they that. didn't have yeah Thune the Lion Man and stuff yeah. like that. So I, that that could have been, and that was I, what forever what we did a, a list a couple, and I forgot Flash Gordon. It was like one of those like what what did you want to see a sequel to or something yeah. like that. All right, and then what's your other Lance? My other one Lance? is a is a is a, a cheap answer, but. We only got one goddamn season of Firefly, and there was a ton of universe expansion oh, you could have yeah, done yeah. on that, and I want more Firefly! I left that out. That was one. <laughs> I want more Firefly! I want more red coat, uh, brown coats. Red more coats. brown coats versus purple bellies, and I want to know what the blue ha- guys with the blue hands are and all that kind of stuff. And that was our top three universes that need to be expanded! Let us know what yours are!
All right, the podcast typically gets a lot worse in this segment because we are reviewing Tubi's list of the 50 worst films ever made. We have cracked the top 10, and we are now number 8, which is entitled J.D.'s Revenge from 1976, directed by Arthur Marks, written by Jason Starks, and starring Glenn Turman, Louis Gossett Jr., and Joan Pringle. And if there was any movie that just proved that these guys threw a bunch of fucking movies into a hat that they owned or whatever and pulled them out. It's this one. Yeah, yeah. This movie was fucking fantastic. It is a great black exploitation. To the point where why I, I, I consider Almost myself a fan film. of black exploitation yeah. movies. I had never seen this one before, and now I was kicking myself like, why hadn't I seen this I'd one I'd never before? heard of it before. So, yes, you have... Uh, a, uh, a modern-day gentleman, a cab driver, go under hypnosis during a nightclub act and get possessed by the ghost of a dead 1940s street hustler. Uh, he starts taking on his mannerisms, his hairstyle, yeah. his style of dress, and... Um, and you think it is... Uh, he is the murderer of a woman... But in turn, it turns out he is a revenant. He is back for literally revenge. Yeah. And there is a gr- I don't want to ruin it because I want everybody to watch this one. There is a great plot twist at yeah, the there end. There's a really cool twist. There's some brutal scenes. Though, yeah, the, there's oh, some. The, the, I'm fairly certain when they were butchering the hog, they really butchered a hog in this. Yeah. Oh, even the the, the near rape scene and oh, there was some. There was some. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is not. This is a. This is true seventies black exploitation. This is not for the faint of heart. Um, they didn't. JD is not a likable man. No, no. Even though he's sort of the guy back for revenge, you really don't. You aren't rooting for him. No, no. But you know what? He's not. He's not back to right a wrong on his behalf. That's the kind of the. It's, yeah. He's writing a wrong on somebody else's behalf. Yes. Yes. And what you think it is is not what it is. And no, there's a couple twists. Yeah, there. there's a couple of really good twists. And yeah. and uh, Louis Gossett is excellent in this. Well, actually, there was not a bad performance performance in this. No, I mean Lou, Ga- Lou Gossett's brother. That character was the Otis. The Otis. Oh, wow. Your memory is just fine. no. I just read it. I oh, checked okay. the okay. okay, so in the, let's put it this way: on the uh, on the Wikipedia page, like a lot of people in this this cast, all have a link to their own Wikipedia page. Theotis is a guy by the name of Fred Pinkard who does not have. I so it yeah. makes yes. me think he's not a big. Yeah. Done a lot of films or something like that. No, I don't think so either. Um, yeah, Glenn Turman is a. I mean, if you see him, you're gonna go. I've seen him in he's, this. I've seen him in that. He's in 167. He has 167. Credits. He's been. He's been. He's. Yeah. I think he's been Tony Award nominated, Golden Globe nominated. Yeah. He's a. He's a. A pretty solid guy. Um, yes. The. The. Uh, uh, the believer in this one is is a guy by the name of Fred Pinkard, and he is played by. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, no, um, oh, why am I missing this here? I thought he was in, no. Like, even, uh, what's his face, his friends are, 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 do a good job. I mean, there's not really, you're not looking at someone going, oh, they should be in this movie. Other than, like I said, Theotis is only. No, Theotis has 62 acting credits. Okay. So, it was a little surprising to me, and no, he, he's been in a lot that we would have seen him in. Yeah. Including... 
including the Brady Bunch. Oh yeah, whoop whoop. <laughs> really, you whoop whoop. I think this Brady is the bu- first time I've ever whoop, opened the IMDb page and saw the Brady. Oh, Bunch. I know. I'm okay. I know what I'm saying. Th- okay, never mind. I'm confusing this. I saw Blackula for the first time. Oh, oh, and Svengoolie, right? Svengoolie. You've never seen it before? I have never seen Blackula before. Oh, God. I've seen Blackula. Fucking fa- Since we're on the Blacksploitation, that that should not be couched with the Blacksploitation title. That should be couched with the, this is a fucking classic monster movie and everybody should yes, be talking yeah. about this. Fucking, but we're off the case. We're I'm off, I'm completely off subject here. Um, but yeah, this, I mean, a great little supernatural thriller. Again, not, you know, hardcore Middle 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 seventies black exploitation, a couple of you know potential you know rape scenes, some wife beating, a couple of lines in this that don't age well. No, you know, um, no. Yeah, like when his buddy starts talking about like, oh, women expect this and stuff oh, like that. God. It was like it was like yeah. I was I was like they want you to they want you. Yeah, that's oh, not yeah. yeah that's not gonna go well. No, that's no, not no, no. that's not a thing. This is not gonna get a re release. Yeah. Um, but still, well acted, uh, well done. It was intense. It was intense. It was an intense movie. It was not. Um, There's parts that are more intense than a lot of black exploitation yeah. films, and that's yeah. saying a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, uh, JD's weapon of choice is a straight razor. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, Glenn Turman like must have practiced with that because. I, I was completely convinced he could. Co- I mean, this wasn't like, oh, I'm hacking at you. This was. I'm whipping it out and putting the blade out with my thumb in like one motion. Like yes. you knew what you were doing with it. Oh and stuff yeah, like that. yeah. Fa- he was he was fantastic. He used it like uh, what's what are those knives called? The butterfly knife. Yeah, yeah. He did that with a straight yeah. razor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the way he moved, and uh, it was, <clears throat> and then when they showed JD, this is a guy who's who's been through some shit. Yeah, and you could see it on his face. He was scarred. Well, okay, up so and... like, yeah, like a, he was a, a a you know hustler during World War Two. You know, a, a black hustler in World War Two in New Orleans. How tough do you got to be to be that? Oh guy, yeah, you know, yeah. And uh, the cliche of the seeing the spirit in the mirror. I I, I I'm sorry. This that worked in this. Yeah, it, it really yeah. did. Oh no, there was a lot. Well, they didn't overuse it either. No, I think that's that's the whole true. Thing. Yeah, it, it was used <laughs> at the right period, right time. And I and I thought that as good of a modern take on like oh I'm possessed by a ghost like no nah, I'm kind of I think I'm cracking up or I'm working too hard or maybe I gotta go see a shrink or something like that and, and then a couple of people going no I think he's you know like more like like the old cops going well no JD was an old hustler I remember Roustum yeah, you know yeah. back in the day or whatever maybe he's possessed by him and everybody's kind of like maybe you know and and then this being said in Louisiana there's that kind of you have that mysticism. You know, there's the that voodoo. voodoo. The voodoo that runs through that city is kind of in its bones and stuff like that, so it kind of all lends itself to itself. You know, you know? what I, I... Part of the movie that I really enjoyed is the part when when they all go, well, J.D., you know, that wouldn't have come up, and maybe he's possessed, and then... The, yeah, because he's... The, he and says, the one cop goes, you know, he's a bastard, and I'm going to kill him! Yeah. And, yeah. and the well, good woman's the, like, no, he's been that's saying... I know, oh, his brother, wasn't it? No, that was... A, oh, that was an ex. That, that was... Yeah, he wasn't sleeping ex, with yeah. her brother. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> that would have made it more twisted. And he was yeah. after him, but... Then but when uh, he goes, JD's woman don't... And, and like, all of a sudden, like, she reflects that to the police Right, and, but she was... 
he was he's been trying to tell me and the other guy was like no he's been saying this for a long time he's been calling out for help and we've been shutting him down yeah um and i think part of why the mirror thing worked is because they didn't do it you know, usually it's like, oh, I'm seeing something else that I'm not supposed to see in the mirror. It's not my reflection. Yeah. No, he saw JD and it made sense to it him. Was JD and it was JD seeing JD. JD. Yeah. Yeah. It was so it played off that way, and really, it was done well. It was yeah. just really done well. And and uh, yeah, I don't know how it's on this list at all. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Isaac was fucking phenomenal. And well, the, and then Lewis Gossett Jr. You got him playing. Back in his younger days, you know, Louis Gossett Jr. It's Louis Gossett Jr. <laughs> but if that man would have went into preaching mm-hmm. instead of acting, I think I would have joined his church. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, there was he was one of the best on-screen preachers I'd ever seen. Yes, yes. You know what? It was it was an interesting, interesting movie. There was that. Uh, you know, you you remember the the the. Oh, his Wonder back. Woman. No, Wonder Woman. With, with the, when they did the body swapping. And it was the one guy, but it was actually Steve, Trevor. <laughs> and, and Oh, in Wonder Woman 84? In Wonder Woman 84, where you left feeling dirty. Yeah. You left feeling dirty. There's the scene where he sleeps with... His girlfriend. No. Oh. No, the daughter, his sister's daughter. Oh, okay, yeah. So it would have been his niece, yeah. JD's niece. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's it's. But you don't. It's still an ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. So uh, that was kind of an ew. Yes, it was. When you when you actually start thinking about it. So I don't think it belongs on the list. I don't either. What was the other? There was another black exploitation movie that we Black watched. Belt Jones. Black Belt Jones, I didn't think belonged on the list. No. No. Wasn't there another one? Where they were running around like a cement factory at the end and up on towers and shit? Was that Black Belt? Yeah, there was, oh, there was, and then there was, oh. It was a little cop car. It was a little remote controlled cop car. <laughs> no, it's the one that ended on the beach and the guy had him in the, the his sights. Oh, no, that's, uh, that's Hitman. Hitman. Yes, Hitman. We, that was the one we surprised everybody because there was no kung. We, we decided to do exploitation theater instead of kung fu yes. theater, yeah. and, and, every, and so uh, that we was... surprised your brother with. There's no kung fu in this. Okay, so that wasn't a bad film. No, it was not. A bad uh, okay, no. good because I was I was like it hit me the same way as this. Sh- this no, that was the one been. that that well, I was... said. Oh, that was the remake of uh, yes. Carter. Oh, Thank Get you, Carter. Get Carter. Yes, yeah, it was a black black exploitation. Get Carter. Yes. Okay. What, uh, Bernie Casey? Yes. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, this was a good That's one. That's why too. you threw me. I'm like, I don't remember another bad. All right, so we got, okay. a, we got a pretty stinking cool this supernatural black exploitation movie. What are we calling this one, boys? What, what, what are we going to rate this one? Oh, I'm going to give this a. Uh, uh, I'm going to give it a four. It was a little long in places, I thought. And there was some stuff in there I didn't think needed to be in there. The the cool uh, was really cool. Some of the things they did was really cool. But I think that all in all, this was one of the best. I mean, we can't, uh, we can't, it's not a bad scale. I guess it would yeah. just be a no, B-movie. B-movie scale. Yeah, I, it would be a four, four and a half. Four and a half. I'd give it like uh, three and a half on 
any scale, on a regular movie scale. Wow. I'm not even going to touch the... Whoa. It, it's a really good, solid movie. It had a nice couple twists in it. Yeah. Yeah, some of the scenes are hard to watch. Yeah. But, you know, that, that evokes emotion, too, so... I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go four stars. It, it should be it, again you, when you're talking about the genre. This should be mentioned much it, higher, much higher than that. It, you know, up to, I'm not saying Shaft and I'm not saying no, Superfly no. or whatever, but it should be. Well, it should be in that so, second tier. Yeah, because because I can't. I mean, with the exception of again, Blackula, I don't know if there's too many. You know, occult, supernatural, horror, black exploitation movies. This should be in the conversation. Yes, this one's really cool, gang. Again, Tubi, you suck. We hate you. And uh, watch this one. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, so for Sunday Afternoon Kung Fu Theater, we have continued our deep dive into the Detective D movies. This is an entirely different one uh, entitled D. Renji and the Flying Demon Head from 2020, directed by Huang Hei. Uh, written by Zhen Zhao Lin and starring Guo Zhen Jiang, Lee Kuan Lu, and Christy Young. And I think we've hit the limit. Yeah? I think we've hit the limit. This one. I want to go back to a little bit more detective stuff and less supernatural. Okay, I'm really having trouble with the. Scooby-Doo, oh, we're, you know, like, we're literally, oh, we use a bowl of water and a demon mask to project this giant head in front of yeah. the, the Imperial Court with tongues that fly out and kill people, and that's all an illusion, but the, the part that the, the, the people getting killed is by the guy we crossbred with a chameleon who could turn invisible. Yes. He's, he's, he, he, and he's got the neck thing, like the... the Dinosaur from yeah, Jurassic the spinning Park. dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Yeah, and yeah, because that's science. Well, if you go back, maybe he's from that island from the other one, Ooh. and you know, those, all those people were trapped in the cages, getting all scaly. Maybe he's one of those. Yeah. So uh, Detective D is brought in because a gigantic demon head is uh, threatening the Seven Temples celebration. I think it yes. was. And uh, they need to get to the bottom of this, and it's basically every other Detective D thing. There's a lost tribe of people who have the knowledge of bone marrow shaping and scraping. Yeah, that's when you get to when yeah the the whole. And there's well, the lone survivor who get, wants revenge. A lot of lone survivors in his stuff too. Uh, well, they have to go to the ghosts, whatever the ghost town or whatever to ghost figure. city. The ghost city to figure. I mean, Demon County. It's literally. I like that. It's been every other fucking yes D movie with a different coat yes. of paint. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And yet, I'm still fascinated by him. I still I, dig him. I, I dug more the uh, like the last one we watched. I liked a lot better, and then the first one. When when you don't deal with the giant supernatural. Like, like, now I am going to say that we're not doing a Detective D next week. So, for those of you who are expecting it... Oh, my God. Wow. No, it's not going to happen. What are we doing, then? I'm not even going to tell you. Oh, my God. It's Detective E. Well, there was the Detective Greasy Rat or whatever. we got to check, <laughs> we check that guy out. We're doing Sleek Rat. Sleek Detective rat? Slick, Sleek Rat. Oh, that sounds almost as good. Yeah. No, it, uh, 
No, this was literally the scoop. The, the uh, there was the really the the one where they go. You know, it's the first season of Scooby Doo. Like, oh yes, I projected myself onto a mirror walking backwards, and that's what made me look like I was walking through. I was like, dude, I I, I can't believe putting it. You know. Showing a, a picture of a demon head through a keyhole, reflecting on the light into the sky, is going to make this fucking super cool fucking demon head with a baby, a demonic baby in the middle of his forehead, which crying. is super cool. Fucking with crying all tentacles, yeah. Out. And <laughs> and the dragon fighting it. No, yeah. I was like, holy shit, you guys are doing practical uh, effects, animation effects, live in the sky. Uh, Back wow. in, the, in ancient China. In ancient China. That is such a lost art. Uh, while she, yeah, she did the silken puppet dance. Yeah. That was fucking cool. And this is another one where they had the, the uh, acu, uh, acupuncture yes, yeah. disguise so, where you so, could... Somehow it makes you taller. Yeah, you well, she shrunk her bones because it's bone, bone shaping. It's bone shaping. You could do that. And, but you but no, you she, gave yourself she, away. She enlarged her bones. It wasn't the little girl who made, who made yes. herself... So made herself be the old lady. So yeah. she actually enlarged her bones. Yes. But, uh, that's, hence the bone shaping. Yes. It's, it's, hence. 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 Wow. The word guy. Word guy. <laughs> Out. <laughs> you know what? I It, it is. It, they're all the same movie. This empress has been through the shit. Yeah. She is just badass. And I, I was fully expecting she was going to be, you know, there was going to be some political machinations why she was doing this or whatever. Um, definitely not the Empress of the first three movies, who was fantastic. Yes, but I still liked her. I, I liked her, too. I, I really did. I didn't mind the actor playing D in this one as much nope. as I did last time. He was him. very stoic. I kind of yeah. liked that. They brought back the uh, Dragon Taming Mace, yes. which he didn't really use an awful lot. But there was one part where he used it in his investigation, and he, he like spun it over like a clue or something like that, and some powder came out, and... He had like a fingerprint or something. That was kind of cool. I thought yes. that was like Batman's utility belt or something I like love that. Mace. Yeah, and and the the I like what I really like is um, they're like superheroes. Yeah, no, I mean this is superheroic. Like, yeah, this is you know, but but they have such interesting like the the ghost ninja and the, yeah. some of the characters that they come oh, up with. Yeah. Oh no, there was a couple. Um, the two guys at the beginning, like the guy who had the black spot, and then the, yes, the and then the guy with the two guy, axes, yeah, the big, yeah. the big guy, they reminded me of anime characters. Yes, yeah. And then you had the um, the general had his hen- that was those were the general's henchmen, yeah, yeah. and then they had the assassins, and they had like the one ghost woman. I'm a sucker when you're using the silk sleeves for like yes. the weapons. That was awesome. Yes. So it's not so much the story in Detective D because you're right; they're all about the same. Uh, it's going to be some scientific explanation. Yeah, for a supernatural. That's still occurrence. a weird thing. Yeah, because yes. it's still a weird thing. Yeah, uh, I do like some of the solutions they come up with finding them, like like with the invisible lizard. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like w- what happened yeah. to my scales? Yeah. And yeah. wait, there, I nobody touched them, and then they, they kind of yeah. tilted, and it's like yeah. reflecting in a different way. So like oh, up, that's a chameleon. Powders yeah, or and long, they use long, long or some yeah. shit like and, that. And they use the silk to stop them, and like, yes. Comes up with oh we can get this guy <laughs> yeah the the shit that they came up with uh, oh yeah lizard catching formation <laughs> <laughs> and the, as they're throwing the white powder up they're saying something to the earth the yes. wind takes the whatever yeah 
And then now the gold powder. And say yeah, it was very anime. It was very anime. You know, you're calling, you know, like, Buddha Palm, you know, and you, yeah. you, you actually announce the name of your move and stuff like that. It's, Which probably wouldn't work in real life. Right cross. <laughs> Run away. <laughs> yeah, but if you were yelling, Buddha Palm, that would face a dog. <laughs> Not a shot. People would be like, whoa, don't fight him. He's <laughs> crazy. Uh,. I'm still having fun with these movies. I, I still think there's a lot to explore there. But uh, we are taking a break from Detective D next week. I'm interested to see what the difference between Detective D and Detective Sleek Rat are. Yes. I like Greasy Rat better. I kind of like Greasy Rat myself. But, <laughs> right. But let's one thing at a time. Let's, uh, let's, but yeah. And uh, what is it? And the Bloody City. Of course. Okay. So we got a is little, little, little first, teaser there. So I don't know is if that it's the very the, first Sleek Rat. I don't movie? Detective Sleek Rat. I have not looked him up. So How many movies uh, he's got going. Yeah, I don't know if he's uh like a Detective D. Uh, I still like. Um, yeah, I'm still digging that. Uh, well, and this one, uh, the sidekick was the Chinese Don Knotts. He was Mister <laughs> Chicken sees a ghost or whatever. <laughs> What'd you find? Uh, what did our research team find? Well, it was a TV series. Sleek Rat the Challenger. There is a yeah, it's uh it's different. It's uh it's a whole it's a whole nother thing. It's the different name. It's well, it's Detective D uh's brother. You're kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's actually his cousin. Oh, I don't want to do that. Uh oh, don't want to do that. All right, so this is our, what, sixth Detective D movie? It's only our fourth, isn't it? No, there was three in the first one. Yeah. There's quite so a few. fourth or fifth? Fifth, I want to say. All right, so... Out of 31, so we got... So what do we think of this one, boys? Well, we're going to rate this one. Uh, I'm going to give it... Uh... You know, I'm going to give it three and a half. The effects in this were great. Uh, I thought the characters in it were a lot of fun. Uh, I liked... Uh, they brought in the, the silly coroner guy, but not done as well as has been... No, the other. last guy, he was, you could tell he was a, uh, was a pop star that they put in a movie. The, yeah. the previous guy was awesome, as this yeah. Dr. Watson. This guy was... This guy was Nigel Bruce, if you will. He was, yeah. oh, you know. Yeah, uh, but the, the woman... Oh, she was great. She was yeah. phenomenal. So, yeah. All right. Keith, you got a star rating for this guy? Uh, I'd give it probably two and a half. Two and a half. I, maybe I'm suffering from D fatigue or something like that. I mean, and this this just was total Scooby-Doo nonsense or whatever. You lump that in with the, oh, yeah, we genetically engineered this guy who could turn invisible. Okay, I'm starting to kind of struggle with this. I'm going to go two. It was still a fun movie. I'm going to go two and a half stars. Looking forward to see what the difference between Detective D and Detective Sleek Rat is. Stick with us on this one. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, so we started following along with the newest animated release on the Disney app, and that is Star Wars Visions Season 2, Episode 1, entitled simply Sith. And uh, from what I understand, this is a variety of different uh, animation studios from around the world. Mm -hmm. I think this one is a sp is Spanish, I like literally too. from Spain. Yeah. And uh, you've got a gal and her droid uh, hanging out doing art, 
and uh, the Sith show up and basically say, you made a deal, and the action ensues. What I really liked about this episode in particular, and what I was not expecting, is is not thinking about somebody wanting to leave the Sith. Not It just never seemed to me... I mean, I, I never liked, thought of that. I liked the duality... It was almost like the duality of man with the whole, and then you've got the lightsaber that reflects it. Uh You've got the yellow blade and the red blade or whatever. I could have done without the artsy. Oh, see, I like the artsy. You like the artsy? I like the artsy. The whole watercolor. It was fascinating. Okay. It was fascinating to me. Someone who, you have the the Jedi who are the white, and you have the the Sith who are black, but she's dealing in colors, so she's already said a pot. And yeah, there was a line in there like "black is always a part of the peace" or something like that. Yes. Yeah, it's like I said, like the duality of man, like there's good and evil in everybody or whatever. Yes, and uh, then she killed the master, so she was yeah. now the Sith master, and she was not a Sith. Yeah, animation was stunning in this. Yes, yes. I thought it was amazing. Yes, design work, um, the the kind of wheelie war wheel thing she had, yeah. awesome. The design for the Sith and the two hench Sith. Yes. Fucking really the, the, up there with the better Star Wars designs. It uh, it seems to me, and and I, we haven't watched them all yet, so I don't know, and, and I didn't watch ahead. But it seems like the first episode that they create out of the series Just is compelling. Yeah. yeah, It's compelling as hell. With the characters, I want to see more of this character. Exactly, now. I really and, do. And almost the opposite of the, of the to be list is like the, the maybe the the the, the uh, marketing guys or the production people like sit down and they say, okay, we got all we got ten of these things. Let's watch them all. Okay, this is this is the this is the first this one. This is gonna, this is what's going to hook everybody. Yeah. yeah. And then the next four or six are going to fucking just be next like, few are you kidding be kind of Okay. Yeah. And then we'll have a good one in the middle because that'll get them. That's, yeah. that's the, the Disney way. That's yeah. the Disney way with any kind of series, uh. episodic series is, we'll hook them with the good with the good one. We'll put the cool fight scene in the third one. Yeah, I'm just thinking Daredevil or whatever, yeah. and then the rest of it's boring. And then we'll have a big three part, you know, finale or whatever. Yeah, we have twelve episodes, so let's make seven of them filler. Yeah, and then we'll, but we'll have the key episodes. So we could have done this with in the four story hours. that we could have told in, in yeah. two, a two hour movie or yeah. whatever. Yes. That's because all those sons of bitches just want to write a movie. That's all. And then they have to, oh, we got to write a series. Oh, that sucks. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Brian and the wow. heads of all Hollywood he, Disney writers. Getting the inside scoop here. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, I hate that. But the movie would have been cool. Okay, well, then I'll write some episodes around it. Oh, look at She-Hulk twerk. <laughs> Well, that's, you know what. But, yeah, so they create these compelling characters in the first one. We got the Ronin, and now now we've got this Sith chick that's... Uh, Lola. 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 E2, E3. Hello, Lola. E2, The Sith, Lola. Yes, the Sith apprentice is Lola, and her droid is E2. One of the cool droids in Star Wars. Yes. I like that. No, I design work. I thought I just the the was the story I don't think the story is as good as the Ronin, but the Ronin hit me like in all the sweet spots and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, the Ronin was very like the, uh, the character was as compelling yeah. stylized. So. Oh yeah, I no. Thought. That I, it was almost like woodcut art yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, but uh but I thought that the character-wise, the story of of 
what got her to where she was would have been interesting enough. Yes. To uh, to warrant more. And the. I was I, I was like when when the she, when the second blade came out on the lightsaber I was like oh ho, ho, ho. I was like I did not see that coming I was like wow that was cool yeah it was a good episode it was just a it was a really good episode I'm I'm excited to see I hope I'm excited to see how disappointed I'm, I'll be <laughs> in I'm four actually weeks. I actually think different culture I mean I mean because the last one correct me if I'm wrong was all Japanese anime studios. Yes. Yeah. This one is going to be almost like world animation, like yes. world music or something like that. I lo- I'm curious to see how Star Wars is is interpreted in all these cultures. Like you know, is it yes? Is it, is it just the the pure is you know because like the like we were saying the Ronin like they that took all this samurai culture and it had the Buddha and it, and stuff like that and 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 it really felt like Keith said it really felt like Lone Wolf and Cub or something like yes. that. Yes. I want. You know, like the next one's going to be with an Irish firm or something like that. So is that going to be have a different flavor oh, to it? Oh, the drunken eye, yeah. the drunken Jedi. They'll be looking for oh, their lucky charms. Sure, in Bagara. <laughs> Can't wait for death medals. Oh, it'll be a Dion or Jedi <laughs> running around. That'll All right, be a so good we're, one. We're uh... <laughs> oh, look, me particles. So we're looking forward to this one then. Yes. yes. All right. Yes, right now. Well, we did last year. <laughs> I'm looking forward to being disappointed. <laughs> but you're right. It's 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 the whole world. Hopefully, yeah, they'll have more variety and more interesting yes. plots and stuff. Well, and that's like a couple like the couple of ones that I thought were clunkers were ones that I think people younger than like from last season, like the the guy fighting on top of the Starship Star Destroyer with, with the super you know like the Super Saiyan force powers yeah. and stuff. It's like. That wasn't for me, you know. No, no. That may have been for those kids with their video games and their hula hoops and fax machines and their damn rock and roll. <laughs> Get off my lawn! All right, looking forward to this one. Stick with us. Bobby socks. <laughs> They're Bobby socks. The three old geeks are now on YouTube. Check us out there, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. If you can't find us, stop by our Facebook page to get a link. And while you're there, drop us a line and let us know what you think of the podcast. Tune in next week, same geek time, on all your favorite apps for all new, all different material. Thanks a lot for listening, and hey, keep on geeking on.